Welcome to Rock Candy. Hi. Bonus episode. Boner episode. I would not say this was a boner. This is a flaccid. This was a boner killer of of a of a thing we're talking about. Yes, because we went and saw another movie, and we are having like tables turned. Oh boy. Because now this is <laughs> Ashley's Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and uh, for sure, hooey, hooey, hooey! Did they do a number? <laughs> Ooh, they did a number. All right. So Monday we went to uh, Proctor's in, and in good old in Schenectady. Good old Schenectady, and we saw Lords of Chaos, the movie loosely based on the book that we use for our research in our black and our Norwegian black metal episodes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, okay. It was a movie. It was a movie. <laughs> oh, it was a movie. Um, they used cameras and they had <laughs> actors. <laughs> loose, loose term. They're actors, but, um. Rory McCulkin know, starred in it. It's Culkin. <laughs> yeah, but McCulkin sounds way better. Now you're going to get me starting to call him more Rory McCulkin. I cannot say that name to save my life. Rory. <laughs> Rory. <laughs> Watching you struggle to say Rory is I the can't. best thing I've There's ever seen. There's too many R's and my tongue's too big for my mouth. It doesn't work. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. But anyway, um, so it was an interesting movie. We have a lot of things to get to. Yeah. A lot of things to break down. Yeah. Uh, and discuss. First, I want to say most interesting uh, audience in a movie theater I've ever seen. Um, Schenectady, you really... <laughs> you really brought out the... Uh, you brought out your best. pupils, didn't you? Oh, oh boy, you did. Ooh. I especially love the very drunk old man who decided to stomp up and down the the stairs every time you went to the bathroom, which was like literally every 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, and then proceeded to walk over seats yeah to get to his and like knock into people and literally did a cartwheel he went ass over a tea oh kettle. you actually saw it i saw it oh i did not look because he was making so much fucking noise i couldn't pay attention to the movie yeah but uh eventually everybody started telling him shut the fuck up so yeah, that, that was, was good nice. that, that was nice good job everybody <laughs> good job we need to as a community tell people to shut the fuck up sometimes but really, guy. anytime somebody told him to shut the fuck up, he just yelled back at them. So Yeah, it didn't help. I mean, he was the worst. But really, it's kind of... Everybody else was fine. Mm. It's kind of what I expected. Yeah, because... Audience-wise, it's Yeah, because these are definitely metal fans. Yeah. Or at least, like, hardcore fans who know about... The story. Uh, the story. Right, yeah. because I think for the most part, this movie is out in mostly independent theaters. It's yeah. not really... It's you're not, not going to find it in Regal. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a Hoyt cinema kind of thing. Is Hoyt still a cinema? Absolutely it's still a cinema. I thought Hoyt's just turned into Regal. Oh, maybe. I'm still in, like, 2006. Well, I miss the 20. Yeah. <laughs> still call oh, it the I 20. Oh, I do, too. Oh, I still call it the 20. Yeah. Either way, we digress. Let's let's get into this let's, shit. Yeah. Oh, it's shit. And like I said earlier, so this was definitely a role reversal of Bohemian Rhapsody. Because yeah. I know we did an episode, two episodes on Norwegian black metal. And I already had like a fair idea of what mm-hmm. had happened. But I drink a lot, guys. And I forget nuanced <laughs> details. So for me, it was like, I knew generally what happened. Yeah. And if you're going in looking for like the general like 
blueprint of what happened, I'd say it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. But the nuances yeah, here, are well, gone. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. The movie was based on the book mm-hmm. Lords of Chaos, which was my main source for when we did the black metal episodes. Mm. And a big problem that this movie had was that they went through that book and took plot points word for fucking word. Right. Like, every single thing that happened in the book happened in the movie. Yeah. And that's a problem because there is a difference between having the story, reading the story in a book and watching it on a TV screen. It doesn't translate to yeah, movies. You can read it in the book because you can get just straight up facts in a book and it's, it's a lot still of entertaining. Isn't it? It's a lot of interviews and it's it kind of jumps all over the place mm-hmm. a little bit. But with a movie, you need a linear story. You need character development, you need a cresting of a movie and yep. the climax and then come back down and whatever you need. You need a story arc. Yeah. There and was so they, there was no story arc. So really. what they did is they had to manufacture a story arc. Right. And they should have and they didn't. They just went plot point for plot point with the book. Yeah. They didn't make anything. They didn't really make a climax. Like, Euronymous's death was supposed to be the climax, but it didn't... It just fell flat. Like, I don't know. It just... It didn't really... I think, again, like with Bohemian Rhapsody, if you don't really know the story, you're not gonna get the most out of it. But if you know the story, you're gonna be mad because... Because it's not interesting. It's not the the story. Yeah, the movie wasn't interesting. Like, Everything, the whole story in the movie was factually correct, according to the book. Right. Who knows how factually correct the book was, but... Right. Well, they say even at the beginning, this story is based on truth and lies and the facts. Right. And so they're already, like, wiping their hands clean to me. Like, we got, we just creative licensing, actually... No, uh, they didn't even do any creative licensing. That's the problem. Well, did you read the Vice review of their own fucking movie? Oh my god, don't... (sighs) Like how they just jizzed all over themselves over their own movie. Oh really? It's a loving but troublesome fan fiction is what they called it. And I couldn't roll my eyes hard enough. My eyes literally did a somersault in my skull when I saw that. (laughs) They detached. They detached. They rolled. I was like a fucking fiery from Labyrinth. They just rolled (laughs) out out onto the ground and then I swallowed them and they came back up. There you go. I actually went Beetlejuice with it, and I just, like, they fell into my back, my neck, and I just opened my <laughs> mouth real wide, and they were like, hey, we're here. Yeah, basically, you did a Gina Davis. Yes, yeah. I, I would always do a Gina Davis. <laughs> if you yeah. can do a Gina Davis, you do, you a, do Gina a Gina Davis. Davis. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I thought the writing was fucking terrible. I and- <laughs> felt it was not only poorly written, but the acting was oh. not great. Oh, we'll get to the oh, acting. Okay. <laughs> we will get to... I have uh, She's got points. bullet points. She's I have bullet, bullet points. points. I'm sorry. Make. So the writing was fucking awful. And it was... It was written like pe- these people... I believe it was it was Jonas Ackerland yeah. and Dennis Magnuson who wrote it. Yes. It was like they had never heard a conversation ever in their lives. They had no idea <laughs> how people actually speak to each other... And therefore didn't know how to translate it into a film. 
it felt like a really poorly directed movie because oh, the yeah, the conversations were very manufactured. Yes. We are the lords of chaos. Which like that is they never so said cheesy. That. No, that's just the name of the fucking book. <laughs> like, ooh, 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 that's the name of the movie. That's yeah, the movie I'm here to yeah. see. Now I know. It's like when you're in Fellowship of the Ring and Elrond's like, oh, you guys are going to be... The Fellowship of the Ring. But that makes sense. the name of the movie. <laughs> Yay. That, that was accurate. That it was accurate. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with, like, Lords of Chaos. Yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken from my little bit of research this week, they had never called themselves Lords of Chaos. No, like, another never. band called themselves the Lords of Chaos. Or, like, attributed that to them or something. And the only reason, yeah, the only reason that that term is associated with them is because of the book. book. That's it. Yeah. There was no reason to put that in the movie and make Dead say that when he's playing with makeup with Euronymous in a mirror. That's silly. It's cheesy. A lot of the dialogue in this movie was so fucking cheesy. Which I feel like... I will defend them on this. I feel like they were trying to show them as dumb kids. And when you are yeah. a kid, you do say stupid shit like that. But it didn't... It didn't translate. It didn't translate, right? It, it, it just it felt it trans- fabricated. Yeah, it translated to um, just cheesy conversation. Yeah. And honestly, metal is... For people who are not into metal, a lot of metal translates into cheesiness. Yeah. And... If you if you make a movie about metal bands and you inject cheesiness into it, whether it's intentional or not, you're fucking people over and you're mm. going to make people angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are. they and considering Jonas Ackerman was part of Bathory to begin with, right? You would think he would know better. Like he could read a room. You would think he Apparently would fucking not. know better. And it kind of makes me angry that he didn't. Like yeah. I get it. You're trying to make these kids look like just just dumb teenagers because they kind of were to an extent but the way they did it it didn't work they just made them look like cheesy weirdos that most people view metal kids as anyway right you you weren't helping to make the scene look legitimate which it should be legitimate because they are extremely influential on a lot of metal musicians and metal fans yeah it's almost like they went a little too far in the direction of making them look like dumb kids. Yeah. So it takes away from the fact that they were incredibly influential. You know, I didn't even think about that till you said this. But yeah, I didn't get the feel that they were influential. All I got the feel was that they were dumb idiots. kids. And they just wanted people to think that they're, ooh, spooky and evil. No, that's not entirely what it was about. I mean, they were dumb kids and they did say some stupid shit, but they also were very talented musicians. But they had... Um, very big aspirations Mm -hmm. and they had plans and they had an idea for what they wanted to be. They just didn't necessarily have the means or the experience to do it at that time. Right. Now they do. You know, now they're some of, you know, Emperor Darkthrone, they're still Mm -hmm. going strong and they have evolved and they're bigger than ever. Right. And even, even Mayhem is still going strong. There's still a concert draw. Yeah. So... I mean, you're not doing anybody any favors here. You're just making them look like jerks. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. And I do want to say this. My stupid complaint of the movie, <laughs> like when I had the complaint about, like, why didn't you give Rami Malek brown mm-hmm. contacts for Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. My stupid complaint of the movie that I know is stupid, 
their corpse paint makeup was way too good. Oh, yeah. It was way too... Like, their makeup was way messier, and just, like, you could tell they were just guys trying to do this makeup thing. It's like the people that were doing the makeup for the movie got, like, legit face paint. Yes! For, like, like 2019 kind of Halloween face paint. Oh, yeah. When that shit wasn't that good in, used, in Norway in, in 1989, 1990, whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. If you're gonna if you're gonna replicate photos and shit, do it better. But you know, I will I will say as far as things that I appreciated, overall, out of everybody, I think they portrayed dead the best. To be perfectly honest, my favorite character in in this shit pool <laughs> of a movie <laughs> was dead. Yeah. And and fun fact, the kid who or his name is Jack. Kilmer, I think. Mm. Val Kilmer's son. Yeah. Oh. He's Val Kilmer's son. Oh. Best actor in the whole fucking movie. I want Should to be. Why. Yep. Should be. Yep. I mean, so, like, <laughs> if we're going by dynasty levels, the McCulkins and the Kilmers. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go with a Kilmer. Yeah. Um, but I think he was not done well by the writing. I mm. think mm. his character was not written well, period. But as far as his acting goes, I think he did as best he could with oh. what was written for him. Like, he was the most believable character. Yes. Even with his corny ass lines that they gave yes. him, yes. he was the most believable and Absolutely. genuine out of all of the actors. Yeah. But I had a big problem with how they portrayed Dead and how much screen time he got. Yeah. His, he should have been more of a focus. And I feel like he wasn't. He was just... It was, there, it was to build up Euronymous' yeah, story. Yeah, he was only there to serve Euronymous and make it seem like Euronymous had, like, deep feelings for his him and his death. Right. Which, okay. Maybe. Maybe he did. But also, he did exploit Dead's death. Yeah, they didn't do a very good job. Well, before we leave Dead, I will say I do, like... Again, they did get nuance. They got, they got um, not nuances, but they got... Little factoids, correct? Yeah, they like got the that small dead, shit. Like that dead buried his clothes so it smelled and, like death. And huffed bags of dead animals before yeah, shows. that he sent the rat or whatever on the cross or mm-hmm. the chipmunk. I don't remember what animal it was. The rodent yeah. on the cross and everything. Those are accurate. Yeah. And I mean, well, those, those are, are nice touches, but it almost feels like we're going to throw in these nice touches so no one gets mad at us. And yeah. it's like, well, you're still not really doing the characters, or I'm sorry, the people justice. Yeah. I do have to give it to the filmmakers for one thing. And that is that they didn't make Euronymous eat Dead's brains, right. which was purely a rumor. Yeah, he that did was not totally... do that. It was just something they made up to make it look like they were super evil. Right. I think they did like a rumor mill part where they insinuated that Euronymous did it, but then yeah. when they show the flashbacks, yeah, he clearly does not. But at the same time, the necklaces that were made out of Dead's crani- skull, cranium, skull yeah. cranium, whatever, um. They did put that in the movie, which mm-hmm. that was also a rumor, too. But then so. they, they kind of go back on it, because if you remember, he's like, oh, in the it's one chicken. Chi- you can keep it. It's a chicken bone. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's funny, but, you know. I don't... Whatever. I mean, I guess we'll never know Yeah, which one's but, accurate. I mean, that one scene where he finds dead yeah. after he kills himself, that was a point where I was like, good. They're doing character development. Yep. They're going to make him into a multidimensional person. Yeah. And then they just kind of abandon that and yeah. just make him into a flat 
2D kind of person. Yeah. Which I think they did with everybody. Because, well, first of all, Dead's fucking suicide scene was really fucking a that lot. Was, that was hard to I, get through. That was very, very I didn't difficult. watch most of it. I couldn't. It, yeah. It was I saw very, you squirming. It, <laughs> I know, with, you know I don't do blood anyway. Yeah. Like, when I was listening to Dr. Death, I was like, I might fast forward through the surgeries. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't do blood or gore, it, that's a hard. Scene I to would get like be hesitant about watching this scene. I mean, the, you can watch the whole movie; it's fine. But yeah. they, oh, oh, it, it's hard. I could barely like. I would like kind of look up. Yep, still, still cutting himself. Oh but, God, hooey! But at the same time, that scene actually really did evoke some kind of emotion in you because oh, yeah. you're like, wow, this guy is so fucked up. Yes, that he. Oh will slit his wrists and his own throat, throat that way and then shoot, shoot himself. himself. And like, it, oh. that. And was, they had the note, sorry for the mess. Sorry for all the blood. For all the blood, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, and and I have to give it to the wardrobe department. He was wearing his I Heart Transylvania yeah, shirt. So I will give him that. But, yeah, it's, that was, it was like they blew their entire load on that Up, one scene. In the first 20 minutes. And that was in the first 20, 25 minutes. 25 minutes, yeah. And the rest of the movie, it was just like, I don't understand where you're going with this. Yeah. Honestly, it is, it's this, again, I'm going to bring it back to Bo Rap because I will this whole time. Um, You know, if you watch it and then, um, what was I saying? But the first 25 minutes are great, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoyed it. I was here for it. I thought they were doing a good job. Dead was carrying it. Yes. A hundred percent. And then you killed but off think, the one character that like is also, carrying it. Rory McCulkin definitely <laughs> McCulkin. <laughs> he d- but I think he worked well with Mr. Kilmer's he did. son. He did. Because but they then, had a good chemistry. But then Ugh. they killed off Dead and they introduced Varg. And Varg is probably my Wow. I don't like Varg. I don't like as a person yeah, at all. In real life, but Varg is a very problematic I person really at best. I don't like how they portrayed him in the movie. No, not at all. Because he wasn't that person at all. No. The person that they had in that movie here's, is not who Varg Vickers is. Here's the thing. And here's they the never thing. called him Count Grishnak. They did. Oh, did they? They did. Oh, okay. Remember they did oh, the, interview uh, scene? the interview scene? Yeah, He's right, like, no, right, it's Count right. Grishnak. And they're like, what? <laughs> Lord of the Rings. <laughs> The problem with Varg. <laughs> in real life or the movie? <laughs> All around, basically, but mainly in the movie. For this for this episode, in the movie, um, they start off making him into a bumbling idiot. Yeah. And he's not. No. If anything, Euronymous was a bumbling idiot. Yes. Um, and then all of a sudden, they just snapped. He just completely turned heel and became a completely different character. Once Dead dies, it's like, oh. Now, all of a sudden, he's a manipulative piece of shit. Yeah. And it's like, no. First of all, I don't think that Varb... Varb. Varb. I I don't think that Varg was a... Or is a manipulative person. I think think, he's a narcissist. I think he's a sociopath. Yes. And he's just, he just has shitty views on everything, basically. Yeah. But he's not a manipulative person. Right. I think, yeah, he was feuding with Euronymous over album sales and getting paid and stuff like that. But I don't even think they did that that much in the movie. No, that was really downplayed that. that. Barely even brought up. That was was an afterthought at best. They just made it seem like Varg was this like like 
manipulative piece of shit who just wanted money. Oh, no. And who was trying to compete with Euronymous, which I don't think that Varg ever felt like he needed to compete with Euronymous. No. I just think that he didn't particularly... He he kind of had a love-hate relationship, I think, with Euronymous. And, like, he kind of respected him in a way because he started this whole thing. But at the same time, he wasn't getting paid for what he was selling. He was... He did have a legitimate reason to be angry. Not enough to murder. Not enough to murder anybody. But he had (laughs) enough reason to be angry and want to get out of his contract with Death Like Silence. So I get that part, but... I I just have a real big problem with the about face that they had his character do. Yeah. And I'm I kind of feel like they may have made him into more of a fucking dickhead because he was being a dickhead about the movie. Mm-hmm. Sure, probably. It could have had something to do with it. I don't know. But at the same but time, I- He's he's a piece of shit, and you could portray him being a piece of shit in so many other ways that are accurate. Right, and I think you don't have to make shit up. Yeah, it's kind of it's just kind of dumb to me that this was the only um, creative license that they took. Yeah, really. Like, oh, I became black metal because Euronymous made fun of me. Is not yeah. even remotely accurate. Right, and it is troublesome that a lot of people aren't calling that out. I get it. We all hate Varg. He's a piece of shit. We shouldn't carry his betrayed. But if you want to do the story justice, you need to have some semblance of truth in it. It just it just doesn't make sense to me why throughout the rest of the movie they follow the book so religiously. Mm. And then with Varg, they just made him into this character that didn't even make sense. And I don't know. He just wasn't like this, you know, womanizing manipulative, like, vindictive piece of shit, I guess. He's got other problems. Yeah, he has other things to think about. Like, he's making music. He's, you know, know, being a white nationalist, whatever. I don't know. And they don't, they kind of touch upon the white nationalist stuff, but not really. They make it seem manufactured and fake almost when it's like, oh, it's not. Yeah, like actually, he, yeah, the th- the shit that he actually is a shithead for. They made it seem like it was just for show, but it's not. No, he's actually he a white nationalist a Nazi. Nazi piece of shit. Yeah, fucking all those women. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Yeah, let's no. fucking dive into that for a second. Um, the love shit was the worst Garbage. part. Was the worst Useless. part of that movie. So stupid. Did nothing to even move the plot along. It was just to like make like Euronymous look like really sweet and yeah. tender. But he's and not, first of all. Second of all, the scene where they have like the girl in the basement and Varg's like, nah, I told you to take your clothes off. I'm a fucking creep. Like that's not No, that's not at accurate. All. To me, that is not accurate at all. And that was the scene that really made me like what the fuck are they doing with Varg? <laughs> right. Like, first of all, I highly doubt this ever happened. Mm. Second of all, um, from what I've read, Varg had a girlfriend, like a steady girlfriend this whole time. Oh. So he wasn't around, you know, fucking bitches and like, you know, treating them like dogs. stealing one of his girls. Yeah. Like, that isn't... And Guys, also, stop it. And and also, from what I've read, Euronymous never had a girlfriend. Like, never had... Well, like, like, never like dated women or anything and Varg constantly yeah. thought constantly said that he was pretty sure Euronymous was gay. Right. Which would have been fine. Um maybe not for Faust, but sure. <laughs> well, that's probably why he never said anything about it. Right. Because he didn't want to get fucking murdered. Not enough crop tops. 
You're there on was only, like, only there was only one scene of the crop because I told you like probably about forty five minutes of the movie. I'm like I have not seen a single crop top yet, and I'm gonna get a little was, upset like, about it. One crop top in a montage. Yeah, like a, <laughs> it's like a thirty second clip of a fucking crop top, and I'm like I need more crop top. However, there were plenty of Fair Isle sweaters. Oh yeah, so <laughs> I'm all right with that. Oh, and like the weird wood scenes. Where with, they try with like Giron was having like with those nightmares dead is, like with running dead around trolloping through the woods. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense because they had him have these like weird dreams, but they they didn't relate them to his everyday life. No, like it would have made sense no. if he was having these dreams and he was like super tortured by them and you know had some existential crisis, but. They didn't do that. No, it was just... They to, just He just went through his day-to-day, but he just had these dreams about dead. So with Euronymous overall, I'm very troubled by the fact... I'm not troubled. That's, that's too strong of a reaction for this movie. I am just... They did not portray Euronymous correctly because he's not some... They just made him too good of a guy. Well, they wanted, I don't think Euronymous is a be, bad guy. I think no. he's such an... Idiot. Well, here's the thing. Everybody in this story is a complicated person. They're not one dimensional. Right. But in a movie, you kind of have to have one dimensional people. And yeah. they didn't really, yeah. they didn't take any creative license with that aspect. So you, you see at some points, Euronymous is redeemable, but at other points, he's just a piece of shit because he, all he cares about is true Norwegian metal and whatever. Yeah. That's why I was saying like, they shouldn't have followed the book so co- closely. They needed to have some creative license in here. I think, I feel like they did take creative license. They just did it wrong. Yeah. And now, well, I that's, know, yeah, that's like, the you thing. Don't need like, to add a love story to this. There yeah. is no need for that. Yeah. On, and I think we both agreed, like, all they, they ended it with Euronymous' death, and that was it. Like, you should have done the trial. They sh- yeah, you they should have done, like, what happened with Mayhem yeah, after no, no, Euronymous no, no, no. died. Because yeah. so much happens in black metal, af- black Norwegian black metal after that. Yeah, and part of the, like, part of the folklore about this whole thing mm. is Varg's murder trial. Yeah. So, and he was such a piece of shit. <laughs> like, the fucking I mean, trial. Thing. It would have been so entertaining to see that part of it. They shouldn't have spent, they shouldn't have had the love story, and they shouldn't have had so much time with, like, Varg being a bumbling idiot, but somehow boning all these women. They should have taken all that shit out, sped up to the point where he kills Euronymous, and then spend, like, even just, like, eight minutes on the trial. Yeah. You know? Like, five to eight minutes on the trial. Yeah. And then just kind of, like... Like, I hated the ending. I hated it. It was, like, Giannis was, like, don't be sad. It was awesome, you poser. And I'm, like, that's not... No, that's so stupid. It's dumb. Like, I feel like you just... <sighs> yes, I think Euronymous was a fucking idiot. And I will say I have complicated sympathy for him. However, I don't think he should be celebrated. The way they kind of made him like, yeah, you know what? I don't even care because I live this fucking awesome life. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't I just, think. I, I don't, don't think re- he it didn't read like that to me. I don't think he would have ever said that. Right. He lived a really awesome life. I don't think he would have said that. Right, at but that's kind of. I mean, they didn't say that, but that's pretty. But that was the feeling the you got from it. Like, yeah, I was so metal and so dark, and it was awesome. And who cares? You're a poser, and I'm like, this is dumb. Oh, it's over now. Yeah. Really? No trial? Okay, this is disappointing. I guess this is it. I think if they were going to do the movie, they could have either done what we just said. They could have done it completely as a true crime, 
Or maybe you do it from like a detective standpoint. Well, here's what I think. Okay, first of all, I have to address the fact that there were handfuls of other characters in this movie that were nameless. That I were didn't part- know Faust was Faust. Yeah, you don't. You didn't know Faust was until Faust. he killed the homosexual. Yeah, you didn't know <laughs> Snura was Snura. No, he, they didn't even say his name. They said it once, and they called him Blackthorn. Um, you didn't know who anybody was. No, I couldn't follow anybody except Euronymous, Varg, and Dead. Yeah, that's it. That's I don't even know who the chick who they were boning was. I don't even know what her name was. Oh, I don't yeah. even know if they said it. I don't know her name. Don't, I don't know, know it. Her. They didn't fucking say it. We Mariah carried the shit out of everybody. <laughs> we don't know her. We don't know any of them. We don't know any of you. That being said, they did introduce one person in the beginning. They introduced Metallion. Mm. Who was basically the guy who recorded everything. Right. He took all of their pictures. He filmed their shows. He yep. he was constantly there documenting their lives and yeah. the beginning of the Norwegian black metal scene. What they should have... And before I even say that, um, they introduced him in the beginning. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, sweet. They introduced Metallion. That means... He's going to be a part of this. Right, like a main player in the story. And then they did nothing with him. He was just there. Sometimes he had a camera. Yeah. That was it. And he would make like funny comments here yeah. and there. Never. He re- was almost like a comic relief. But no, but he didn't say anything. He had like no lines after that. He I was just kind of there. Felt, I always felt happy seeing him for some reason. <laughs> and maybe as the actor. Because yeah, he's just, he looks like a nice dude. Like yeah. somebody, he's one, he's the one I would talk to. He is 100% the one I would talk to. Yeah. Maybe so, I'd try to get your number. I'd be like, hey, you're cute. You're you have adorable. a camera. Let's be friends. You were Hodor. You were young Hodor. He was young in Hodor. Game of Thrones. I will talk to you, sir. All right. I'm here for it. <laughs> so they introduced him and then did nothing with him, yeah. which was so wrong. So what I think they should have done oh. was was given you the story from Metallion's point of view. That's a great idea. Because he was there in the middle of everything, yeah. documenting everything, but he was not part of a band. So he knows what the fuck was going on. He was probably the middleman for so many, like... In, like going back and forth between like Euronymous and Varg and like everybody else, he knows what's going on. Yeah. So why not do the movie from his point of view? Because that he, way you don't even have to make assumptions about anyone's motivations. You yeah. can 100% have just him looking at how things are going down and him being like, this is starting to get to be a bit much. Yeah. And he, he was in the throes of everything, but... Also, he almost has like a third party or an outsider's point of view right. of all of it. Which arguably all of us have. No one's right. going to know the first... Because right. Varg's never going to talk and anybody else who could talk is right. dead. And the movie, in the actual movie, they made everything from Euronymous's point of view. Which we don't know what was going on in Euronymous's no. head. At least with Metallion, at least with the third party, you can kind of assume what's going on and you can view what's happening through a third party. My God, you've solved the problem of this movie. Why didn't they consult me beforehand? <laughs> All the time, we need to call Ashley She'll tell us what's going on. Yeah, like, it, and Metallion was a huge 
resource when they were writing oh, yeah. Lords of Chaos, the book. He was there for everything. Yeah. and Maybe he, not the church burnings, but I think that would also, because they probably wanted to play up the drama of being like, here's like yeah. them burning down but the church and half, here's where Faust fucking stabs the shit out of this poor yeah. man. But half of the interviews in the book were from him. So why not fucking do it from his point of view? Oh my God, that's such a good idea. I'm really mad that they didn't do it now because that sounds like a great movie. I would love to have seen that. Yeah. It also makes sense because we're all looking at this story from an outsider's point of view. So it seems more relatable to do it from his point of view or like somebody else's point of view. You know, not somebody who's in the thick of it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's a man. Opportunity missed. God damn it. (laughs) Um, I feel like we've been shitting on it a lot, though. Is there anything that we cannot shit on? Two things. Um, I will say, mm-hmm. um, they did a really good job replicating things. Yes. Like, with the aside from the makeup that bothered me, but, like, the pictures, um, the record store with the dungeon in the basement. Yeah. Like, they However, did do a good job. Like, at least if you didn't have any sound and <laughs> just watched it and, like, made up your dialogue. Yeah. I think it would be a great movie. However, I feel like they focus way too much on like, oh, look at how really accurately we can portray these famous pictures of mayhem. It's like, this is not what the movie is about. I don't care that you can all pose in the same way that Euronymous and Dead did in a fucking picture. I don't care. I want story. Yeah, I want the story and I want it told correctly. It's the same again. With Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, that looks shot for shot. That's perfect. Everybody's doing the exact movements. Right. They're replicating it perfectly. However, it's coming off more as an impression than it is actual an actual deep dive into their lives. Yeah, and it and it's distracting. Yes, very distracting. I I'm sorry, but like their choosings for their casting was just not okay. At least for Vargan, your animus oh were God. not good. It was the. It, Seriously, and I, don't wanna, I don't even want to malign those actors. I'm sure they're great no. actors, and they did what they could with the material they were given. But you, they are distracting. But seriously, from the characters, you have so many resources for Varg yeah. as a person. Yeah, not just the book. You have, you know, his YouTube channel. You have news articles. You have his fucking YouTube channel. Oof. Just go to YouTube and look up Varg and watch his videos. I don't want to give him those views. You can do... <laughs> but you can do literally a half an hour worth of YouTube viewage of Varg's videos and be able to play a better Varg than that actor did. You know? It's like he did zero research. Right. And yeah, I will give... Other actors and other biopics who really studied their biopics. subjects. <laughs> I love that you say that. Okay. <laughs> I just, I always thought it was biopic. <laughs> Not biopic. <laughs> it was biopic. <laughs> I'm still calling it biopic. Hey, at least it's not a... Uh... I just saw Rory McCulkin in this biopic. <laughs> it's a cacophony of biopics. Oh my god. And, and we've lost 12 subscribers. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I, just try, do your homework a little bit. A little bit. Just a little it, bit. Yeah, it was just really distracting to have Rory and whoever played Varg just not really, like, and I, they did the best they could, I think. I don't think that they were really you know held what? to the fire the way other movie, other 
actors are it's it's kind of you know it goes both ways the writing was bad yeah so if the writing is bad the acting isn't going to be good but if the acting isn't good the writing isn't going to make any sense so it it's everybody was at fault here yeah i think y'all i like how i was like let's talk about good things went right back to bad things because i feel like everything no good thing okay one good thing yes oh kebabs and diet coke (laughs) kebabs and diet coke (laughs) <laughs> However, nobody addressed it. They just like showed Euronymous eating a shit ton of kebabs and Diet oh Coke. But every time he was eating it, I was like, I'm really fucking hungry. I want a pita right now. Fucking <laughs> Somebody get me uh, a gyro. Europe does it right with all their fucking kebabs. Kebabs. They're so good. Yeah. But yeah, didn't Varg once say, like, stop spending all your fucking money on Diet Coke and yeah, kebabs that was so one- you can pay me? <laughs> that was one of his uh, gripes was that he wasn't getting paid, but he would see Euronymous going to the corner store and getting kebabs and Diet Coke yeah, every day. That probably like $5. <laughs> yeah, like, like come on. Chill out, bro. He closed his store. Right. Come on. He was just... And that's the thing. Euronymous was just an idiot. He didn't know how to manage. He didn't know how to be a businessman. Yeah, no. He was... 19, 20, 21. And I think they made him way smarter in the movie than he actually is. Yeah, he had no idea what he was doing. doing. Stop it. So they made him much more uh, savvy, I guess, than he deserved to be. And also my other one, one last gripe about this is if you didn't know that this was about Norwegian death metal, you would have no clue that this was supposed to take place in Norway. Like, they would keep saying it, but it didn't feel like it. But nobody that was a main character was actually Norwegian. Right. They didn't have anybody even attempt a Scandinavian accent. Mm. Um, even the actual Scandinavian actors didn't have Scandinavian mm. accents. Interesting. So, if... Unless you like really paid attention to the license plates on the cars that they had, right? You would not even know it was a European country. You would think it was America. Yeah, I I would lose myself in it too. So I would think like it's supposed to be England or something, you know? Yeah. Visually, Norway looks way different than America. Yes. But so like I would think like, oh, are we in the UK? Yeah. Just the the only difference, the only thing that made it different was the fact that it was constantly damp. In all of the scenes where yeah. they were outside. Yeah. That was it, That's basically. It. They should have done it from Italian's point of view. Wow. Two-dimensional. I'm still, like, really excited about that, and I wish they did it. Yeah. No character development. Terrible writing. But, um... We'll never watch again. We'll never watch it again. But we got at least one crop top. I got a crop top out of it. You got a crop top. And, and- I guess that's the best I can hope for. Yeah. I mean, in general, yeah. I mean, this was a hard movie. I'll give them this. It was a hard movie to make. It the was. Odds of them, the odds of them succeeding with this were not great. But if they just did a few things differently, it would have actually been worked. pretty decent. Yeah. It would have worked. Yeah. But I feel it's just like Jonas Ackerlin just did everything wrong. I wonder like, if he did it wrong on purpose. But why? Why would he do that? Because he hates black metal? I don't know. <laughs> I f- he shouldn't hate black metal. No, he should not. Like, no. No. No, 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 no. No. No, you can't. He has no right to hate it. I That was a gross assumption on my part. Like they did with everything Euronymous said. Yes. Yes. Posers. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I, uh, yeah, mm. I could talk about this movie forever, but like, it was just, yeah, clunky, cheesy. Yeah. 
a lot of very wrong things, but if they just did a few things slightly differently, it could have been decent. Yeah. I mean, after watching this, I'm like, I should stop watching biopics because... Yeah. But also, it was, what, produced by Vice? Yeah, I mean, like, so, come on, I Vice. Mean, oh, God, fucking Vice. Vice is, like, super hit or miss. Yeah. Like, they did that... If they do a documentary, it's great. The one doc- the short documentary they did on Gaul from Gorgoroth great. was great. So you would think this was going to be good. The, document- the documentary they did on, was it Charlottesville? Yeah. That was great. Yeah. They did a really good documentary on, this is totally getting off topic, but this band, um, this manufactured K-pop band that's all American guys, it's fascinating. That's weird. It's weird and so fascinating. Yeah. I'd I'd watch that. Yeah. No, you should. It's only like 15, 20 minutes. It's so good. I'll send you the link. But then like if they have to make a full length feature, it's like they blow their load in the first 20 minutes as if it was an actual Vice documentary that is only 30 (laughs) minutes long. They were like, oh, get everything out of the first 30 minutes. And then the other hour is just like, Meh, I'm just gonna go to sleep now. Oh. I, I, I already blew. I, mean, I already like, blew my load. I'm just gonna I fall asleep. The best I can do is like, I can roll over and lay my arm out, and like you can snuggle into my arm. You can you can shove your nose into my armpit. That's, but that's cool. the best I'm gonna offer you. <laughs> that's like they're that's not gonna <laughs> roll right over and give you their back. Yeah. They're, they're gonna offer you like the yeah, arm, yeah. and you can that's, snuggle into that's their armpit. Basically, what this movie is is. 30 minutes of vice jizzing everywhere. I mean, and it's, then it's it, decent sex. Yeah. And it's then it's definitely and worth then after it. After dead dies, it's like an hour of just like armpit sniffing. <laughs> yeah. That's what this yeah, is. Yeah. I think that's a perfect think, description of I this think, movie. I think that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. We, you know what? That's a great it. place. We nailed it. That's the best place <laughs> to end it on ever. Oh my God. Well, yeah. Well, this was just a hodgepodge of complaining. Yeah, so. I mean, this was really just complaining. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so if you liked the movie, that's good. Like, good for you. I'm glad you liked I, it. If you didn't I like it... I do not blame people for liking the movie, but I also definitely do not blame people for fucking hating it. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm... I'd say I'm nicely in the middle, where it's like, I was entertained, Yeah, but I don't think I'll ever watch it again. I, I just can't. I get... I get mad. I need at least three more crap top scenes to watch yeah. it again. And I tried really hard to go into this having just like a clean slate and mm-hmm. just being like, no, open your mind, you know, just be okay with whatever happens. Right. But at the same time, I watched it and I'm like, I can't even, I can't even appreciate the movie for what it is aside from the the facts and whatever because it was so terribly written and just and just it was bad it was just bad everything the only good thing was that those fucking pita sandwiches looked fucking delicious god now i really want a fucking pita sandwich let's go get some gyros all right all right with that we're gonna go get some gyros guys you should too euronymous did did. you know what celebrate euronymous i mean rip euronymous celebrate gyros Oh my god, celebrate gyros. For sure. With that. Definitely. See you kids again soon. Ugh. Party on, Ashley. I party on, I guess. Alright, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> like, we'll see you soon, kids. Party on. Okay, bye. Bye. Balls out. Balls out, you yeah.